This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. ever felt as if you needed to get away? I have. And so did Jesus. Let's read the Bible account from Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. It says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Have you had so many demands that you can't even stop for lunch? Jesus can relate to that. Let's read the Bible account again from Mark chapter 6, verse 31. Then, because so many people were coming and going, that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Do your friends ever let you down? When Christ needed help, his friends dozed off. Imagine that. Let's read the Bible account again from Matthew chapter 26, verse 40. It reads, Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? 
He asked Peter, You know, when you turn to him for help, he runs to you to help. Why? He knows how you feel, because he's been there. So go to him. God is our protection and our strength. He always helps in times of trouble. God bless you. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to set you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to set yourself. And then... Ask him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville. lovely listener you are welcome to a healthy you today we are glad to come your way once again to come and do discussions on a topic that we know you are very much interested in that is cervical cancer i am your host bell dollar bill and i'm going to do this wonderful discussion with dr kojo frimpong who is a medical doctor doctor you are welcome thank you very much and then madame dorothea Adolfo Kisi, who is also a medical officer. Madam, you are welcome. Please, thank you. Cervical cancer. Dr. Frempong, what is cervical cancer? Usually, when we talk about cervical cancer, we're talking about a cancer that develops or occurs at the lower segment of the uterus. First, we used to say uterine cancer, but today we don't say that anymore because you can also have another cancer developing within the endometrium 
of the or the inner portion of the utero, which you call endometrial cancer. So if a cancer develops at the lower segment of the utero, then we say that this is a cervical cancer, differentiated from that of the endometrial cancer. Hmm. You've mentioned uterus, you've mentioned endometrion. Uh, what is uterus? The uterus is just the womb. Okay. The womb. Okay. Yes. And then... Endometrion is like the inner portion where the fetus develops. Inside the womb? Yes. Okay. okay. Endometrial lining, the inner portion, as he said. Okay. Okay. And the cervical, I guess, has to do with cervix. Yes. Of course, yes. sure. What is the cervix? That's why I've just said that it is the lower portion or the segment of the uterus itself. Okay. The cervix is basically that portion between the the womb and the vagina. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a, a very narrow portion. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, how did we come about the disease cervical cancer? I mean, do you have any any um, information on the history of the development of this disease? Doc, do you have any information? As we know, it's one of the most common cancers of the female reproductive system. Mm -hmm. And we know that it is the cancer that comes as a result of a virus called human papilloma virus. And it is usually transmitted through sexual intercourse. Wow. So with that, uh, yeah, Dr. Dorothea, you wanted to add something? Yes. In addition to what Dr. Kojo Frimpong has said, uh, when we say cancer... We basically mean that um, abnormal, uh, sometimes progressive, mm -hmm. abnormal unwanted growth of tissue in any part of the body. Okay. So uh, if we say cancer of the cervix, then any growth that occurs in the cervix, that is not normal. normal. Okay. But uh, we have other things to confirm that this is cancer. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so... When we say cancer, we we have our definition of cancer. It's a classic thing. Okay. We don't. If we see something that is abnormal, we don't say abnormal that it is cancer. Okay. Yes, but uh, cancer in itself is something abnormal. Okay. Something out of even out of control. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we say out of control growth of tissue in any part of the body. Okay. So cervical cancer, as we all know. It's cancer of the cervix. Okay. And we know that each uh, human papilloma virus is also associated with it. Furthermore, I think that uh, cervical cancer mm. has a relation with uh, the human papilloma virus. Okay. Yes. So, uh, Dr. Frimpong, uh, what are the causes of cervical cancer? Like we have all said, when we talk about the causes of cervical cancer, 70% is as a result of HPV, which we call human papilloma virus. Even with this, we have different types. Types 6, 11, 18, 16, and the rest. It's the same type of uh, HPV that uh, causes what we call what's that we all know about. What? Yes, what? But this particular... W-A-R-T-S. Exactly. Okay. And we call it P4. Four. Four. Yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. Never heard of that. Well, you should. You're getting <laughs> So, the... Types specifically located okay. for cervical cancer are the 6, 11, 16, and 18. Even now, people are saving 33, 32 can also uh, cause that. But the one we know very for sure mm -hmm. are the 6, 11, 16, and 18. Uh, but I'm getting confused. 6, 11, 16, 
eighteen. We have types, different types of the, the HPV, but the oh, ones that okay. we have isolated to be the cause of the, of the cervical cancer: the six, eleven, mm-hmm. sixteen, and eighteen. 18. HPV. HPV. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. Doctor Dorothea, you want to add something? I think we should bear in mind that. Uh, Cervical cancer is one of the commonest causes of cancers. Mm-hmm. That one I, of the commonest uh, cancers in female mm-hmm. is the cervical cancer. Okay. So it has a very uh, huge or big um, public significance. Okay. Yes. In addition to what she just mm-hmm. said, uh, mentioned like very important so far as uh, uh, cancer for the females are concerned. Mm-hmm. For example, maybe you may want to ask, but I have to also add it. So far as every woman mm-hmm. is sexually active, mm-hmm. you are at risk of developing mm-hmm. cervical because the mode of transmission is through sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. So as a woman, being sexually active, there is a high chance that you will contract such uh, a virus. Oh, okay. That's why it's very important that she read it. Said. Okay. What, what's, what confuses me is if it's, it's a disease for women, how come a man can give it to a woman? Because definitely sexual intercourse would have to be between a man and a woman. This is a mystery that <laughs> none of us even can tell now. We usually ask ourselves how men don't develop it, but they give it they to They give it. Wow. Or they serve as the incubators for the um, virus and then later pass it on to, to the Studies women. are still going on, but they don't know how these men also contract them. Oh, Okay, okay. And um, there's this uh, popular notion, I don't know whether it is right or wrong, that uh, regular female uh, infections can also um, develop into cervical cancer. Dr. Dorothea, what do you have to say about that? I think and uh, believe that, as I said earlier, when things are out of control, there's the risk for cancer development or abnormal development of certain tissues. So in cervical cancer, the risk can develop with chronic or recurrent infections of the cervix. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So okay. The, uh, if somebody always develops infections in the cervix, there is high risk that the person can develop cervical cancer. Oh, okay. okay, okay. But that doesn't mean that the person develops it after the infection. Okay. No. Okay. When there is infection, something goes wrong, and then there can be uh, a poor control of tissues that are growing somewhere. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And of course, that mm-hmm. leads to the risk factors. Yes, that was what. And I was one of the risk factors mm-hmm. is exposure to sexually transmitted diseases, and that is one risk factor. And how do people get STIs or STDs? Mm-hmm. And usually, one of the risk factors um, that we know of is people before age 16 Mm -hmm. who engage in frequent sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. Those people are at great risk of developing cervical cancer or contracting the Mm -hmm. HPV. Thank you so much, Dr. Dorothea and Dr. Kojofrim Pong. Thank you so much for coming. You have been listening to a discussion on the topic cervical cancer. A continuation will be brought to you later.
any enquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana Let's give thanks and adorations unto the mighty name of our Lord Jesus for how far he has brought us. Let's pray as I share the word of God with you. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for how far you brought us. As we are about to open your word, come between your speaker and the listeners. Grant us maximum understanding and let us abide in you as we listen to your word. Grant us your peace as you requested for us in this last generation. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Beloved, I would like to share with you a word from the Bible, and this is captioned, a love that transforms. People say many things about God. They attribute many events to him, some of which are evil and some of which are bad. The insurance industries consider everything catastrophic as an act of God. Where whoever the Bible paints, however the Bible paints the clearest picture of the character of God, starting from the very beginning of at creation, all the way down to the end when the righteous are delivered. Let us ask ourselves this question. Who is the God revealed in the Bible? And what is he like? Let us find out. Who is the main character of the scripture? When you read the book of First Peter, chapter 1, verse 10 and 11, Peter wrote, Of which salvation 
the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who professed of the grace that should come unto you, searching what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify, when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. From the book of Genesis down to Revelation, the Bible reveals Jesus. In John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3 and verse 14, He is the creator of our world. In the beginning was the world. God was the creator and the owner of this world. John wrote that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 to 17 wrote that the Ten Commandments was written by God. By Jesus. In Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6, and then verse 13, he was the God of the Israelites. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1 to 4, he guided the writings of the prophets. So Jesus is the main character of the scriptures. Then, what is Jesus' attitude towards people of this earth? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 Jesus loves us all with an incredible, unfailing love that passes all understanding. Why should we also love him? That is the question we must also ask ourselves. Why should we love him? We loved him because he first loved us. First John chapter 4, verse 19 says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Jesus has done so many things for us. He has revealed himself to be the only through God that humanity must trust. He is lovable in many ways. He created us. He sustains us. He helps us in our trials. He cheers in our victories. But the most important reason to love him is because he loves us enough to die for us. While we were yet enemies of him, while we were yet sinners, while we were wandering away, Christ died for us, drawing us closer to him and to the Father. Based on this, the love that Christ has shown to us is a transforming love that transforms life. So the sinner who comes to him, he gives the free gift of nature, which is eternal life. Jesus offers us a wonderful life as part of a loving relationship. And therefore, if ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full, as John wrote in John chapter 15, verse 10 and 11. It wasn't enough to save us. He also wants peace and joy for all of us, and he offers that life to us if we will 
only walk with him. I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10.10 Jesus shared his love and his life on our behalf. He dedicated everything he has for us. He left his throne above, descended onto our world and died in our place. He took our place and took off our punishment. The fault that we went into, the curses that we incurred upon ourselves, the punishment that we deserve, the loving Savior took it on our place and died for us. What manner of love is this? What has he done? What have you also done to him? That indicates that you love him. He said that we should keep his commandment. We should abide in his love. We should work with him diligently. We should abide in him in all aspects of our life to show that we also really love him. Beloved, the only offer that we can also give to our creator, our maker, is to love him back because he came to offer us that love. He came to offer us that life. He came to offer us eternal life. Let us give all that we have to him. Let us give all our lives to him. Let us walk in him diligently. Let us obey his word and it will be a blessing to us and to our families. The devil claims that to follow Jesus is trap. To follow Jesus is tool. To follow Jesus is demeaning and is legalistic. But Jesus says it's full of joy as we read in John chapter 15 verse 10 to 11. And a more abundant life, John 10, 10, believing the devil's lies bring sorrow. Therefore, let us abide in the truth of Jesus. Do not deprive yourself of the life that Jesus has offered for us, but let us walk diligently with him. May the Lord richly bless you as we ponder on this word in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>